Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Here we go. Great day for talk radio. There's a lot to address. A lot to talk about. First day of council, the reconfigured council coming into play. We'll be joined by the deputy mayor after the news at the top of the hour, Stephen Holliday, on uh, what's to be anticipated going forward in the immediate going forward because there was been a lot of grousing and griping that, well, we can't get things done. We're reduced to a rump council of 25 plus the mayor and uh, we've got to increase staff budgets and office budgets and resources and yada, yada, yada. So uh, we'll see just how dire the situation is since Doug Ford had the temerity to suggest we could streamline things and find efficiencies. All right. Well, he's been in the hot seat from the hop and uh, now there's another installment in that regard and uh, it has to do with the appointment of a longtime friend, Ron Tavner, a superintendent with 51 years in the police service here in Toronto. Uh, he's been appointed commissioner of the OPP, and uh, that happened on November 29th, just a matter of days ago. And it's raised the interest and consternation of some who believe that this is uh, something that requires further examination because the goalposts had been moved on the minimum requirement uh, necessary to be considered for the job. So uh, in that regard, we've been joined on the line by Duff Conacher, co-founder of Democracy Watch. Duff, good to have you back on the Oakley Show. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Thank you. Yeah, what's your principal concern here? Uh, well, the main concern is we now know, actually, just uh, recently, that um, Premier Ford was actually at the cabinet meeting where the final approval was given. And uh, the provincial government ethics law that applies to all provincial politicians says in Section 2 that you can't uh, take part in any decision if um, you uh, know that there's an opportunity to further your own interests or improperly further another person's interests. Well, giving someone a job is definitely something they're interested in. He applied for it, and it's clearly improper to participate in that decision when it's your friend who's applying for the job. So just based on attending the Cabinet meeting, Premier Ford I think has violated Section 2 of the law, and if he intervened in any other way, directly or indirectly, or had anyone else intervene or try and influence it, the whole process to end up with Mr. Tavener as the candidate, then uh, it only worsens the violation. All right, and so uh, the Integrity Commissioner, as I understand it, is going to look into this matter? Uh, well, we filed a complaint. The Integrity Commissioner's position is he can't uh, investigate unless an MPP files a complaint. Um, the opposition parties are saying they're going to file that complaint. So once uh, that's in there, he is required, uh, or he uh, will hopefully investigate, and uh, the information we filed in our complaint will hopefully be taken into account. Um, there's several questions here. There was an executive search firm hired to look for candidates. Did Premier Ford or anyone else he, who serves at his pleasure uh, direct the, the firm to search in a certain way. As you mentioned, the job description was changed. Who changed it? Was it Premier Ford or anyone at his direction changing it? The selection committee that reviewed the candidates, uh, one of the people serving on it, uh, Mario Di Tommaso, was appointed by Doug Ford and serves at his pleasure as a deputy minister, can be fired by Premier Ford at any time for any reason. 
So um, that's not an independent process, and it wasn't transparent until we didn't even know the members of that committee until the Premier finally disclosed them this afternoon. Right, and uh, the headhunting group uh, that you cite, uh, Odgers Bernston, uh, they said that the selection process, when it changed the criteria, uh, they supported that because they thought that the uh, rank requirement uh, needed to be broadened to increase the potential pool of applicants. Yeah, no, but the way you phrase that is kind of the way the government's been phrasing it. When it changed the the search criteria, well, it? No, someone changed it. Right, and you want a specific name here. Well, someone did change it, and were they acting in any way on instructions from the Premier or the Premier's Chief of Staff or anyone else who serves at the pleasure of the Premier? Well, there's a notion of ministerial responsibility here, and the Premier can't just say to someone, you go and tell them, and that shields me, because it doesn't shield them. He's, he's directing someone or trying to influence the process. So that's why a full investigation is needed. We need to see all of the emails, all of the pinned messages, if they were done on Blackberries, all of the uh, phone logs of who called whom, and look at who actually made this decision. But it wasn't an independent decision, first of all, because sitting on the selection committee is a deputy minister who was appointed in October by the premier, Premier Ford, and who serves at the pleasure of Premier Ford and knows if he doesn't please the premier, then he can be fired at any time for any reason. That's what serving at pleasure means. So that's not an independent process. Okay. Like uh, the government claims it is. Well, the government goes on to say that uh, this is done by an order in council. It has to be approved by the provincial cabinet. Yeah, and, and Doug Ford was at the cabinet table when it was approved. Which you say is improper. I think it's improper because it was his friend. who. So you, it's, you're biased. That's, that's the fundamental basis of government decision-making. You're not allowed to make decisions when you're biased or have a conflict of interest, which means you can't make decisions about your friends. Okay, let's just project forward, Duff. What would a full investigation then uh, bring out, and uh, how would that impact this? Would it disqualify Tavner, or is there a bigger uh, picture that needs to be addressed here? Uh, Well, if the um, decision was biased, then the decision, it's not Havener that's disqualified, it's the decision that is uh, stopped and reversed because it was a biased decision. Right. And the, the Premier, uh, you know, this is a very serious situation. We're talking about choosing the top cop in the province who's the front line, heads up the police force that are the front line enforcers of laws that apply to the cabinet and uh, the Premier and government officials. So it's a very it's it's fundamental to have democratic government to have a separation between the cabinet and law enforcement. If you don't have that, you have political enforcement of laws, and we've already seen some problems uh, reported on that with the premier's chief of staff reportedly telling uh, other staffers to call the police and tell them to go and arrest people. That's a police state. That's not a democracy. And so we this is a very serious situation. And if the premier intervened in any way. Democracy Watch is calling on the Integrity Commissioner to, uh, if, the, if the Commissioner finds that, to recommend the strict, the highest penalty, which is that he loses his seat in the legislature. That's the kind of penalty that you need to stop a Premier from doing something like this. And uh, unfortunately, the Commissioner can't impose that penalty, he can only recommend it, and then the recommendation will go to the legislature where the Conservatives have a majority. They may choose to protect their Premier, but uh, I think it would be very politically costly for them to uh, ignore an integrity commissioner recommendation that the premier face the highest penalty if he is did actually intervene in any way, directly or indirectly. In the interim, then, uh, 
pending the investigation. Tavner was slated to become the top cop in the province less than two weeks from now, December 17th. What happens? Well, uh, the Premier is putting out some new information just this afternoon, and uh, hopefully an investigation wouldn't take long at all. Uh, He just has to talk to people, ask for their emails, and hopefully they'll turn them over and their phone logs and their pins from Blackberries and uh, interview everyone. That can be done very quickly. But if he goes ahead and assumes the position and then it's found that the decision was biased because of the premier's uh, influencing it or participating in it, then the decision would have to be reversed and and he would have to go back to his old job. All right. Uh, Sounds ominous. This is something that uh, I guess we're just waiting on tenderhooks to see which way, I guess, it falls, uh, but you're saying if there's an investigation, it wouldn't take very long. How soon do you anticipate that uh, that would be launched or uh, there would be a denial to launch? Would it just be imminent within the next day or so? Uh, yes, assuming the MPPs, I mean, we requested it again. The Integrity Commissioner says I can't investigate unless an MPP asks in writing. Well, Horvath, it Sounds like they are the today in asking for that, and the investigation should be a priority investigation given the... The, the situation and and uh, the fact that the job starts in a in a couple of weeks um, it, it has to be cleared up before he takes uh, takes the new position as commissioner as much as it can be so hopefully that will happen very soon all right and uh, you're saying it implicates the premier because he was there as part you contend of the well, decision he, he was definitely in the ca- at the cabinet meeting and it's his friend and that's improper to give your friend a job when you're the premier of the of the province. That's just fundamental. Premiers are spe- supposed to be upholding the public interest, not advancing the private interests of their friends. Duff, we're going to watch how this one plays out. Uh, very interesting. Thanks so much for your time. Thank you. Take care. You got it. Duff Conacher again is the founder, co-founder of Democracy Watch. He's an adjunct professor of law and politics at the University of Ottawa. Well, you know, there have been other people reporting on this, including the former uh, OPP commissioner, Chris Lewis, who late last week, when this was first announced, said the fix was in from day one. He talked about the relationship between Doug Ford and Tavner uh, and went on to say, I think it's a travesty that this occurred. I don't think it's good for the OPP. And I don't think it was a good decision on the part of the government whatsoever. You know, I had uh, mused aloud here on this program late last week that, uh, you know, there might be a problem insofar as Tavner being an outsider. And maybe that's raised the ire of the OPP. I mean, Lewis was the former commissioner, you know, so he's a company man, as it were. I mean, Tavner's a cop, 51 years, superintendent. But uh, all this other stuff, Conacher makes an interesting point. We'll have to wait and see how this goes. But I guess in the, uh, apart from all of that, which is, you know, kind of central, but it's still to be uh, played out through the legislature and uh, whether the integrity commissioner or the MPP, some opposition, I'm guessing Andrea Horvath could uh, lodge the complaint to get the investigation going and uh, so on and so forth. The commissioner of the OPP, should that come from within the ranks or is it good to have an outsider appointed, you know, kind of a disruptor of sorts. Sometimes I wonder if, you know, they want to close ranks around their own and uh, see the guy who might've been second in command elevated to the top position. Sometimes you get that kind of turf war, if you know what I mean. And there's a a jealousy inherent in some outsider, some interloper coming in and being catapulted to the top post. That can happen. See, Fantino wasn't an OPP guy when he was appointed commissioner. 
and there had been rumblings that some of the members within the force weren't exactly pleased by that appointment either. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio. 